The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, People love chopping wood. In this activity, one quickly sees results. As a Smart Moves coach, I won't help you chop wood, but I will help you make the leadership and business moves to quickly see results. Now, a quick Smart Moves treat brought to you by my valued sponsor, Snelling, connecting the people with the right work. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. What makes a great leader? We all aspire to be better leaders, but how do we do it? The Leadership Code offers five pivotal rules and roles that should guide our actions no matter what industry or organization we're part of. So, rule number one. Shape the future. Where is your company headed? Leaders as strategists answer the question, where are we going? They figure out what the organization needs to succeed and map the direction they must go. They work with others, their executive team and key stakeholders to determine how to effectively move from the present to the desired future. So listeners, How much time and attention do you allocate to future planning, or are you mostly caught up in the day-to-day problems? Rule number two, make things happen. How can we assure we're really reaching our goals? Leaders as executors translate strategy into action, focusing on getting things done. They put in systems in place, assign accountability, delegate appropriately, and make sure that teams work well together. So, how well do you make things happen? How well do you transform plans into measurable results? Rule number three, engage today's talents. Who are the right people for your organization? Leaders as talent managers know the kinds of skills and people needed to optimize team and company performance. They also attract and engage the right talent, which generates personal, professional, and organization loyalty. So, do you know who your top talent are and how well do you ensure they are bringing their best efforts? Rule number four, build the next generation. Who will keep us going and moving forward? Leaders as human capital developers make sure that the organization has a long-term skills, knowledge, behaviors, and attitudes for future strategic success. They're really good at spotting and developing future talents. So, do you have a workforce strategy for present positions, but also for future needs? And finally, rule number five, invest in yourself. Leadership ultimately begins with us. Effective leaders are learners. They invest time and energy on their personal proficiency. They ask, what don't I know about myself and and my behavior that gets in the way of me being a powerful leader? 
So listeners, how do you come across to others? Are you working with a mentor or coach to provide insights into your blind spots as well as to build on your strengths? Here's your smart moves tip. All leaders must excel at personal proficiency. That's a given. Without a foundation of competency, credibility, and confidence, you cannot ask others to follow you. Most successful leaders excel in one of the other four other core roles, strategist, executor, talent manager, or human capital developer. Realize the higher you rise in an organization, the more you need to develop excellency in these remaining domains. Listeners, which of the roles do you excel in and which do you need to improve? I enjoy hearing from you. Contact me at Marcia. M-A-R-C-I-A at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. My guest today and sponsor of the Business Edge is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling, a Dallas-based talent management firm. He will provide insights into an increasingly important issue, that is, the workforce for the future. A key question for every CEO is, how prepared are our leaders as human capital developers in building the next generation? It's no secret that rapidly advancing technology and more sophisticated global competition is continuously reshaping the U.S. workplace. David, who leads a company that for 60 years has successfully aligned employers with exceptionally qualified employees for the best possible outcomes, will give us information about the strategic and tactical plans being made in the talent managed arena so that we all can be prepared for this upcoming revolution. Welcome, David. It's a delight to have you on the show again. Uh, Great to be here, Marcia. Thank you uh, so much for having me. Well, let's get right to it. Often when we speak about things in the future, it seems the future is an eternity from this moment. When you use the term workforce of the future, Give us a clear idea of how eminent this future is. Well, that's a great uh, point, Marcia. You know, uh, we, we, we use the, the phraseology, you know, of the future behind many things that are, that are happening. And it, it does tend to uh, make us feel like, well, that's off in the future uh, or often in, in the distant uh, future, let's say. But, uh, you know, when we talk about the, you know, the workforce, uh, I think, uh, um, you know, the, really the future is now more and more. And, and uh, I think the pace of change, we, we feel it every day. Day, uh, but it's particularly true in the uh, workforce uh, space, and you know I think the great uh, the Great Recession really accelerated some of those changes uh, for us, and as, as negative in many respects as the experience was for all of us, uh, it did serve to uh, move us along this path uh, uh, more more aggressively than we have been in the in the in the uh, past. You know, it, we, on 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 past discussions we've had. You know, we've, we've talked a bit about, uh, you know, some of the impacts of the change that we're experiencing on, you know, how we source uh, talent uh, in today's mm-hmm. world and, and the impact of technology, for example. Um, you know, how we train and mentor and bring along the leaders of the future that we all need for our businesses uh, to succeed. And then, obviously, you know, how we manage them through their life cycle with us and, and deal with attrition and, and uh, the, the, just the pace of change. How do we keep our uh, talent? Talent uh, current on what's going on, you know, and, and then there, there's also the technology piece that I mentioned. Uh, it's really a, a key element uh, in, in, you know, the ability to communicate is just so powerful these days, and, and our young people are growing up with, with. Uh, uh, just just being used to uh, communicating uh, very openly, and uh, you know, I, I kind of use the uh, 
uh, with respect to the global aspect of that. And I use my daughter as an example when I'm mm-hmm. talking about this. Uh, you know, she thinks nothing of uh, uh, going online and ordering uh, different things that she's looking at and doesn't really give a thought to where it may be coming from. And we get packages <laughs> often from, you know, China and Taiwan and these other places. And and it doesn't even really register with her how how uh, impactful it is that you can you can uh, do that, that we've got that kind of a, an environment where all living in. Then I think there's some structural changes too that that really, you know, bring this uh, this this future aspect of the workforce anyway to the present. And that is that, mm-hmm. you know, the regulate regulatory environment is is evolving very, very quick quickly, especially in the United States, but really it's happening uh, globally. And then just to name one other major uh, uh, factor is, is energy cost and the availability of energy. Um, you know, we're now talking of independence uh, from an energy perspective as a nation. And, you know, I, I think we all read that, but I'm not sure – we, we've really come to appreciate the the magnificent uh, and, and far-reaching change that that uh, can bring to uh, to our economy and the way we live and and uh, the impact that's going to have on the workforce. Well, you know, you you mentioned lots of different changes that are going on, and we just have a couple of more minutes. And I know when we talked about this, uh, there were some areas that you wanted to cover, and I just want to make sure you have. One was where work gets done. It's being done in very different places and how work gets done and how workers are employed. So I wonder if you can touch on a couple of those things in the next uh, couple minutes. You bet. Uh, you know, I think those are those are just natural um uh, you know th- those those aspects of how we work are, are really following some of these trends that uh, that I mm-hmm. talked about. So you, you've got you've got new businesses forming, and you have a lot of infrastructure now that's available that allows companies to form quickly and get up and running and productive, and and then morph into to different types of entities. So they can pop up and work in temporary office space, for example, and then move mm-hmm. to other locations. Just a lot of movement that goes on. Um, you know how we work is as you mentioned, uh, just the technology that's available and the 24-7 nature of, you know, a, a lot of us are working 24-7 and integrating work into our, our day-to-day lives. And then, you know, I think the way we are employed, uh, the access we have to job availabilities uh, is just magnificent. Uh, you know, the whole mobile platform, I think uh, I've seen statistics that up to 65% of employees apply to jobs via mobile devices. So wow. your, your future job is right at your fingertips. Uh, at all times, and it just opens up that world in such a such a uh, incredible way. You know, I, I think I talked about some structural things. Uh, one I'll mention is minimum wages. Just the 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 push to increase minimum wage is fundamentally changing uh, the the working environment and how people think about work uh, uh, in our uh, our current uh, world. Well, you have really reiterated quite a few changes, and it is a different world today. Um, And so on that note, it's time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moose coach, and my guest is David Allen, CEO and President of Snelling, talking about the workforce of the future. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. 
Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guest today is David Snelling, President and CEO David Allen, excuse me, president and CEO of Snelling, talking about the workforce of the future. And in the uh, previous segment, um, David, you know, gave an overview in terms of the changes that are going on in the workplace, where work gets done, how work gets done, and where, where and how workers are employed, and the many changes that are going on there. So, David. Uh, what insights would you provide about the impact of all these changes on the U.S. workforce? Well, you know, uh, I, I went through a pretty quick list of all the things, and I, I don't think it would be uh, uh, unusual for, for anyone who listens to that and reads about it, uh, perhaps, to say, wow, this this is uh, challenging, uh, maybe even a little bit scary, um, yes. the, the level of change and, and you know, as a business you know, leader, owner, manager that uh, is responsible for for uh, getting business done. Uh, you you had some great points in your opening comments. Uh, you know, this part of uh, your business is uh, wow. There's a lot to do. So, you know, I think there's there's a, there's actually some very good news in terms of the U.S. Um, uh, how we're positioned for this uh, this change. And you know, I think uh, uh, you know one place to look is the World Economic Forum report. Uh, and you know. Just recently came out and said that the U.S. Uh, had improved its competitiveness for a, a second consecutive year, moving up a couple places to number three. And, and you know, for all we read about how the rest of the world is pacing us in almost every respect, uh, you know, you see something like that, some cold hard facts around. Wow, we're uh, we're doing all right. Um, you know, we're ranked high in labor market efficiency, mm-hmm. efficient use of talent and capacity to attract and retain talent. Um, you know, financial services. I mentioned earlier the uh, access to infrastructure to start new businesses. You know, for all of our faults, uh, we're, we're actually doing very, very well. And and I I think when you think about the the pace of change, that the the flexibility that's built into the to the U.S. way of doing business it really is helping us adapt uh, uh, more quickly than others. And and I, and I think we're in a position to to lead again um, in, in many many ways. Um, it, it's you know our ability to adapt is really just part of who we are. So when when you uh, 
you know, when you translate that into finding and employing talent, um, you know, it, you know, we actually do a really good job of, uh, of doing that. Um, and, you know, the way in, that employers and employees connect with the technology that's in place, we, we've really adapted well to that, uh, that new, um, new way. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, uh, important to think about, you know, as we talk about this, the, the manufacturing space. And I think that's a particular area where, you know, we're, we're here starting to hear about jobs coming back to the U.S. And it's, it's uh, something we're starting to read about, but, but like the, the impact of energy prices, which this is really aligned with, I don't think any of us have thought a lot about the impact that's really going to have on, uh, on our businesses. Well, you know, you're right, and I just wanted to say, re, uh, within the past uh, couple of days, I, I was watching a, a TV program, and where they're saying the U.S. is positioned to be the premier um, uh, workplace for the future, that what's happening is Russia is going to go through a recession. China is still tr- trying to get back up on its feet after, you know, w- what was uh, what was going on in the workplace. And, and the U.S. is tremendously positioned to move forward. So, you know, th- there's good news out there, folks. Sometimes we get, we get a sense that there's too much bad news. There's good news. Am I correct on that, David? Absolutely. I I would agree with that uh, 100%. Well, you know, you mentioned manufacturing and I was returning to the U.S. And uh, during the break, I was telling David that um, probably almost 20 years ago, I was doing work in a um, General Motors automotive plant um, in California. And it was assembly line. And, you know, it was what what might be called your traditional um, uh, uh, automotive plant. And today, if I was to go back there, there would be robots going on. It would be a totally different environment. So, David, um, now that manufacturing jobs are returning to the U.S., what impact is that expected to have on the workplace and on our economy as we know it? Well, that's a that's a great question. I, I think it's uh, such an important one for us all to be thinking about. Uh, you know, even those that are in services businesses. You know, the, these are our customers and and suppliers and so forth. So, you know, and I think this unfortunately is an area where you know we do have some challenges. Um, and you know, you mentioned uh, the the evolution of manufacturing. We were a manufacturing economy, and then we've really moved into the service economy and moved a lot of those uh, jobs offshore. It was just a lot cheaper and. And, and you know many processes. You know we were we were the leaders in creating process and and automation, and that allowed things to go offshore and, and access cheap labor. Um, but you know that whole environment is uh, changing dramatically. And, and again, energy prices is a big uh, a big part of that. That's leveling the playing field on uh, uh, the cost differential. Um, you know as is uh, continue robotics and automation, which you know we continue to lead in. So those two things together are making uh, the U.S. an attractive place to locate manufacturing facilities, and the bet is that that's going to to be a long long standing advantage. And uh, you know, companies are, are really thinking about spending the capital to uh, the long range capital to invest in the U.S. Uh, you're seeing it uh, across the nation, so it's just an exciting time. But I think from a from a from a talent perspective, the, the challenge is that. We've had such a long period where those kinds of jobs were looked down upon, really, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know the the mantra was, you know, you you, you got to go to college, and we put so mm-hmm. much effort into that. It's really tough to talk to a young person today and get them excited about, um, you know, about being in a manufacturing space. And I, I think we've we've got to we've got a big challenge to uh, work on the image of you know manufacturing and and talk about you know why it's a great thing to be part of making things again. And, you know, I, I think the great news is that our, our young people are exposed to technology. Um, so the, 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 the foundations there, we, we've got to convert that into, you know, having uh, manufacturing uh, uh, jobs uh, be, be something that uh, our, our young people look to as a, as a, a um, you know, really a, an interesting a way to spend their uh, career. 
And, you know, if we, if we don't do that, we've got such a reti- uh, group of people that are retiring with these skill sets from uh-huh. the past manufacturing days, we're just not replacing that talent base. And, and uh, it's going to be a, uh, it already is a uh, very, very big challenge. So part of what you're saying is that we need to make manufacturing jobs uh, attractive again. If they were attractive 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, it was a way to move uh, into the middle class and even upper middle class. And then it, it went into disfavor. So, you know, what thoughts do you have about how to, because you're in the talent management business, how do we make these jobs more attractive to the young people? Well, you know, that that's... Uh uh, that is a a big question and a very important one, and something you know we're 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 thinking about a lot. Uh, you know, I, I think you know I think it's it's going to be uh, on the shoulders of employers, and and out of necessity, it'll be on their shoulder. And and uh, you you know I, I think we've got to really think proactively about you know what we can do as as employers to you know reach out to the young people, and I'm I'm talking about even at the elementary school level. And, and start to talk about, you know, what it is we're doing, the, the very exciting things we're making, the, you know, why that's, you know, connecting, you know, you're holding a product or using a product and, and someone actually makes that and how, um, you know, the How It's Made uh, program that uh, some of you probably watch uh, on the TV is just a, such an exciting, you know, if you really spend a few minutes looking at that, it's wow, it's amazing what we do. But what you see in a lot of those is, there's not that many people, as you were pointing out earlier. Um, it is a lot of robotics, but it, that takes skilled talent to, you know, mm-hmm. operate, you know, program, um, you know, upgrade, update. You know, those are really computer technician kind of jobs that happen to be in a uh, manufacturing facility. So I think we've got to use some different language uh, as, as one of the things that needs to change uh, uh, to get people thinking about, uh, you know, these jobs being being the kind of professional, technically skilled uh, positions that they are. And, you know, I think oh, it also probably requires changing our uh, our education system and the kinds of uh, courses and classes that are taught there. And I, we just have a, a minute or two. Um, would you agree that the, the education system has to change as well? I do, and, and you know, you're starting to see a little bit of that, and there's been a little resistance to it as well, and, and it'll take uh, uh, really uh, continuing to, to, to talk about and debate this topic to break through the, the resistance that's built up uh, from all these years of uh, the focus on college. We've really got to, uh, particularly at the high school level, um, create programs, and, and again, business, I think, is going to have to take the proactive lead on this to reach out to schools, uh, you know, provide funding to equip labs and uh, environments in these uh, high school uh, uh, campuses to uh, and market. It's, it's a marketing challenge. You've got to get the word out uh, okay. uh, what we're doing and, and the opportunities and moving into the middle class, as you talked about. And I think business is going to have to partner with the educational uh, uh, side of things, and I think if we do that on a local level, we'll we'll uh, be able to break, start to break f- break through the um, uh, the challenges that we face. Well, on that note, it is time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marcia Zidel, your Smart Moose coach, and my guest is David Allen, CEO and President of Snelling, talking about the workplace of the future. Stay tuned.
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling, talking about the workforce of the future. And David, before the the break, you mentioned that the manufacturing industry requires an image update, new branding, as I would say. I'd be interested in hearing about more about that. So, um, what do you what uh, would you suggest and recommend? Uh, great question. So, uh, a couple of sessions ago, we talked about uh, employment branding and how important that that is to attract the workforce of the future, and uh, uh, really to attract the right talent you need for your business, uh, uh, whether it's now or in, in the future. You know, that brand was going to be critical given the the uh, much like consumer products, uh, where you know your your brand image is really being managed by social media and interaction among consumers. The same thing's true of the employment brand, and, and I think that's a natural uh, segue into specifically on the on the manufacturing side. The challenge is is even greater because of uh, what we talked about before. Just the natural way in which we've evolved as a service economy, and uh, now now so very quickly we're uh, wanting to focus on uh, on manufacturing again and, and we're seeing the the influx of uh, opportunities but yet this is a uh, this is something you nurture through the high school level and into uh, mm-hmm. the, the technical and trade schools and you've got to get people thinking that way way earlier in their in their lives and uh, you know we've we've uh, not done a very good job of, of uh, uh, foreseeing this this change it's, it's kind of come as a, as a bit of a surprise and and an unexpected uh, opportunity so we've, we've got to gang up on this as uh, as as business leaders and uh, 
you know, do some catch up. So I think it does come down to in bra- uh, branding, really, because you've got to get a message out to these individuals. You've got to get in front of them and, and let them know, uh, as we talked about a few minutes ago, about, you know, this is, this is cool. It's uh, in the why of why you would want to do this and describe these positions in, in language that it, it is, is common to, uh, you know, the young people that, that really do have a lot of the skills we need. It just needs to be channeled uh, into, um, you know, into the careers that uh, that we're talking about here. You know, and I think, uh, you know, on a more, you know, uh, that, that'll build some pipeline, but I, I think we also need to uh, be more um, here and now in the sense that, you know, really partnering with, uh, you know, technical and specialty schools to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, support training initiatives. And uh, again, like I mentioned on the high schools earlier, that'll create a pipeline. But I think the here and now is uh, you got to do the same thing with the technical and trade schools. And, you know, in, in companies back in the, in the main, I mean, that was a major part of, of uh, what you did. You trained, uh, you know, had apprenticeships and trained people. Mm-hmm. And, and companies have gotten away from that. And I think we're going to have to get back to that. But I, I think we, the, the, the pathway there is to partner with, uh, you know, other institutions, including governments, uh, uh, to, to do that on a more collaborative, you know, maybe industry-wide basis uh, rather than, uh, you know, needing to do that as a one-off uh, individually. And, you know, another really good point and another suggestion that I would have, and this is comes from uh, when two of my children were in high school um, and they had uh, special career, not only career days, but you can take a semester um, and get credit for it and learn about the hospitality industry or about the medical careers or, but they never had manufacturing, you know. Right. Uh, because it was always the, um, you know, service economy, higher level, etc. Now schools have to have um, where they where, where they introduce high school students to the manufacturing opportunities as well as the others. So um, I'm I'm very excited about that. Um, so you know we've talked quite a bit about the changes that are going on in the workplace. Um, we, you've talked about uh, focusing on manufacturing and how that industry requires an image update. And, and you use the words, and I wrote it down, make it cool, make manufacturing cool again to the younger people. So um, what recommendations can you provide to our listeners and what other insights may you have? Sure. Um, you know, I... I, I you know, we've we've talked about uh, again on the branding side about you know what the typical approach has been, and, and quite frankly, technology has has made this even easier to to be more reactive to the employment side of things. Uh, you know, it's so easy to post a job in today's world, and uh, you know, income the resumes, and mm-hmm. it's created more of a transactional kind of an approach. And and you know, as a talent management provider, you know, we've We've always tried to be about, you know, creating that right match, and and uh, you know, technology's helped us a lot, but it's hurt us in a way too, because it's, I'm going to say, dumbed down the process a bit, and <laughs> and I, I think uh, when you think about employment brand and making that, uh, making those. Um, uh, great fits with people. You, you, I've used the word proactive a few times. You really do have to be be proactive about it and strategic about it. So, you know, that would be my 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 first suggestion is you really need to take a step back, look at the employment trends, look at your business and the kind of skills that you're not only need today, but are going to need as, particularly if you're in the manufacturing space, you're going to need as you transform your business and take advantage of, you know, the automation and the robotics and the things that are happening uh, in today's world. So I think when you do that, you, know, you create sort of a um, let's call it a roadmap to how you're going to develop and 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 uh, engage with um, you know different players in the space to um, uh, create that 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 pipeline of talent you're going to need not only now but in the future. So you're going to get uh, my recommendation is really to get away from the reactive nature of how we recruit today in a lot of cases and get much more creative and strategic about it. Uh, um, you know, and, and I think that ends up creating an ecosystem of uh, talent management. You've got your, your um, 
Uh, talent management organizations like Snelling, I think, can play a role. We mentioned trade schools and those kind of partnerships, and you mentioned the career days at the high schools. You know, that's all part of this strategy. Um, and I think industry, uh, the industry organizations really have a big role to play um, uh, in this, uh, this area. Um, and, and I mentioned it before. I, I think the other recommendation I have is, is really create that brand, branding image, if you will, Pr- you know, promote the why of what you do and, and how it can be a rewarding, fulfilling uh, 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 career for people and, and, you know, not just a mundane, you know, repetitive sort of a, um, you know, father's um, uh, way of doing things, but actually something very, very cool, as, as I said, and very current. Well, you know, um on prior shows, you know, we talked about the whole the cycle of t- talent management. So yes, it starts with the recruitment, but then once they once they come on, um, I would imagine they would need uh, a certain amount of what used to be called uh, employee orientation, and now it's called onboarding. Um, is that important? Do you think the for companies to be aware of? I really do, and, and I, to me, that extends well back into the process and some of the things we've talked about today. You know, even some of those, uh, you know, high school encounters. You know, that's part of your, you know, I'd call it your probably more the sourcing part of your uh, mm-hmm. whole uh, talent management strategy. But nonetheless, you're you're planting the seeds of, yes. you know, who you are as an employer, and and uh, um, you know, I, I think that. That in in a way begins the onboarding process. Uh, in in you, you've really got to um, invest in that part of it to create that supply chain, and and then I think you know you, then you do uh, you know your typical. Uh, training and mentoring, uh, you know, partnering uh, individuals up with some of these individuals that have been uh, in these positions for a long time. I think I think they they kind of need to be rebranded as part of this and, and mm-hmm. engaged in the onboarding process. So, you know, uh, people can can see what it's like to to do these uh, jobs and and to have a career and, and grow a family and and be proud of uh, what it is you do. I think we can engage some of these workers uh, in today's world in that uh, on the call it onboarding process. So I think it's it's crucial. And you know it it seems to me that um that it, it, it is a rebranding um uh effort. Uh and there's some so many ways to get the uh, to, to get young people involved again um, uh, with the idea of tinkering, you know, uh, uh, making things, um, uh, seeing seeing the, the work that you do and, and seeing the end result of it. So um, any, you know, I know we're going to be coming back with some, f- f- some uh, takeaways, but anything else that you would like to um, tell the listeners uh, in terms of uh, recommendations or image update or the, the workplace of the future? Well, I, I think the in this this you hear this a lot is you got to take the message to you know where where these individuals uh, mm-hmm. uh, interact today and, and um, you know that's the that's the social media um, elements of uh, uh, you know the way we live today and, and so you've got to be you got to be visible in those kind of venues and and you know create communities and again I think this is where the industry organizations can really play a role you know they've, they've got to take a marketing approach to uh, getting yes. this word out and, and get visible and again in the space where these individuals uh, uh, interact and, and put put some person you know some some um, some personality or what I would say is you know some some um, people behind it meaning you know some real life you know it's not just a message but there's actual people behind it that are messaging uh, you know some of these uh, uh, some of the messages about what we're trying to accomplish and they got to make it very personal and, yes. and kind of get in their face a little bit and, and get <laughs> them to start to believe. Well, uh, you know, on that note, we are going to take a short break, but I like the idea of what the last idea, which is get them involved. Let them see what they can do. Let them see the outcome, the results of whatever it is that they do. Um, And I think this is a great time to take a break. 
And on the business edge, I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is David Allen, CEO and President of Snelling. And when we come back, he is going to have those key takeaways. What are the things that, that you need to remember and also how to contact him? So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today has been David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling, talking about the fascinating topic of the workforce of the future, which is closer than we think. So, David, in summary, uh, what would you say are the key takeaways for our listeners? Well, I I think you you use the right to terminology, you know, I, I think the future uh, really is now, particularly with respect to, to uh, the work, workforce of the future and the workplace of the future. And, and I, I think uh, uh, recognizing that uh, and, and devoting uh, some of your uh, strategic planning effort to that, that, uh, that space, you know, I think we all go through planning. It's that time of year. And we talk about, you know, uh, the, the headcount at least we're going to need and the talent we're going to need. But it does tend to be, uh, you know, more here and now. What do I need in January, February, March to meet my business plan? And, and I think it's a great time of the year to uh, take a step back and, and engage with, you know, your, your HR team, your outside uh, 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 partners like uh, like a Snelling, and and really talk about the challenges you're facing with uh, with talent management, the types of skill sets that you're going to need, and you know think more you know two, three, four, five years out, and uh, uh, really have that be part of your uh, uh, strategic plan, and and mark off some milestones for 2015 that you're going to get done to move you uh, start moving you down this path to be ready for uh, some of the challenges uh, uh, we we talked about, and I think if you're a manufacturer. Uh, particularly one that's uh, planning to bring 
uh, manufacturing back to the U.S., move facilities, even among markets within the U.S. to take more advantage of what's happening. You know, the talent part of that strategy has got to be uh, a major aspect of the plan. And so I, I think that proactive planning, um, you know, getting ahead of the curve on the uh, talent management space is, uh, is crucial. And I think along with that, it, it, the, the big other big takeaway is, you know, we, we've got to own as businesses and industry uh, the, the hard work of, of educating our people and investing in um, creating that uh, shift in mindset about manufacturing. And uh, it, it really is going to fall to us. And, and if we don't do it, uh, we're going to we're going to end up with a massive shortage of talent. Uh, um, and it's going to be a shame because we've got such an opportunity as a country to uh, uh, really lead in this space. And we're, as I pointed out, we're so well positioned to do that. But we've got to get uh, got to get people interested in these uh, in these jobs. And again, I think industry and, and businesses are going to have to take the lead on that and make that investment. Well, you know, I want to thank you so much, David, because this was um, an extremely important topic, and we need to bring uh, it to the awareness of our listeners out there and of to the uh, uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs out there. There is opportunity here. Go for it. So if the listeners would like to contact you, David, how can they do that or find out more about Snelling? Uh, the best place is to uh, go to our website, www.snelling.com. There's a wealth of uh, information on talent management strategies and, and, and resources for candidates as well that are looking to uh, their next career opportunity. Well, great. And again, thank you. Thank you so much. And I know I'll be talking with you again, but now it's um, it's what's happening next week. So our next week program is... Simply Irresistible, a proven strategy for stirring up new revenues. In a world where we are bombarded with an estimated 5,000 marketing messages a day, that's unbelievable, only the irresistible will cut through the clutter. My guest is Andrew Zabo, the marketing chef. He will share proven, powerful processes to position yourself, your product, or organization powerfully, memorably, and profitably. Tune in Wednesday, December uh, 10th at 11 Pacific and 2 Eastern for this thought-provoking interview. So here's your final Smart Moves tip for the week. Business growth and sustainability is all about the people. It's your people who help you execute the plan and achieve the goals that will determine whether and how fast the company will grow. Find and hire awesome people. Don't settle for warm bodies. Reward high performers who share your goals and values. Get rid of those who don't. Create opportunities for employees to grow and develop within your company and let them know how much you need and value them. Want to know more about talent acquisition and engagement? Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As a smart moves coach, let me show you how. Remember, Good intentions, even with a good plan, don't magically lead to good results. What does is focus action, alignment, and accountability. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Innovate. Improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. 
please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level.